It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this very invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners for tuning in today, and as they listen to the recording, I am very thankful for each one of you. I am just overly excited today to have my monthly returning diva with me, Beth Lorne Parrish, and she is going to speak about the story of her horse called Pepper. So, Beth, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. Thank you, Joyce, again for having me here. Uh, I'm Beth Lauren Parrish, and I'm a certified riding instructor and remote coach. I'm also an animal communicator, and I help uh-huh. equestrians find new levels of confidence, connection, and principally more fun. So I teach people how to truly listen to their horses and appreciate all they have to offer so they can enjoy safer, more productive rides. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And you are so welcome. It is my pleasure to have you on my show today. And, oh, that was a beautiful introduction. I love it. I love how you say truly listen to your horse. That is that is so, so true if we just listen to what they're trying to tell us. How beautiful. Well, Beth, I know you have a all your all of our horses are very special and I know you have a very special one called Pepper. Would you share with our listeners today a little bit more about the origin of you and Pepper and uh, some different things that you and Pepper share together? <laughs> Absolutely. So I I was on the quest for finding a real steady short guy cuz I'm only 5 feet and I had had many different injuries and surgeries, so I really was keen on finding a really experienced little guy that would also instill confidence and help me build up my strength again for riding because I had um, mm-hmm. surgery on my knee and my leg, and I just wanted to make sure I could go slow and that this pony would be able to take care of me. And so I was on the search for a while, and I had been looking and I tried a few different ponies, and none of them were really, like, connecting. And I I kind of, like, took a moment and decided to just look online um, instead of Facebook because I've been doing Facebook a lot. So I just went on the computer, and I looked at a site called Equine Now. And I started searching, and I saw a few that looked interesting, but nothing was really hitting all the marks. And And then I hit the next page in my search, and it just said – tall mares and I'm like no I'm looking for short gildings like why did that happen and I just got frustrated so I turned off my phone and the next day I opened up the app again and literally he was staring at me the first one and I'm like who are you you are so cute and he's this adorable (laughs) little pony of America he's he's got the most gorgeous dark eyes and he's got these beautiful so he's all white with these dark chestnut spots all over him and 
the way the picture was just talking to me, I felt like I needed to see him. And he was just about an hour and a half north of where we lived. And I saw the price, and I got nervous about telling my husband because he was actually a lot more than we had budgeted. <laughs> but I just knew that he was all the things that I wanted to see. And so he agreed, and we went to go see him. And it was incredible because when I first met him, a little girl was actually riding him and jumping him. And then they lined him up to the mounting block for me to just hop on. I was like, no, no, I, I need to walk around first. So I almost got on, and then I said, nope, I need to get to know this pony before I just hop on. I'm like, this is our first date. Let's make it nice, you know. <laughs> I, I led him around the arena, and I did a little bit of jaw releases and, and, and just noticed if he would, like, stretch down into the bridle, and, and I would, like, breathe a little bit with him. And I just wanted him to get to know my energy and he to get to know mine. And it was really neat because he actually took his nose and sniffed my belly, like, as if to, like, take in my whole essence. It was really <laughs> sweet. Um, so then I got on him, and I immediately thought, oh, maybe he's too small for me. Like, I, he's only 13'1", so I was a little nervous about that. Um, but then we started getting in a groove after about 10 minutes, and then the owner was saying how much she really appreciated how I was riding him because you know, with little kids riding, they don't necessarily know much about dressage, so they just go around and jump, and his head is up high, and he's a little bit stiff and hollow. So I was able to mm -hmm. ask him to, you know, use his body properly, and I see, you know, he's starting to stretch, and I'm feeling his back lift. I'm like, oh, this is cool. He's definitely willing <laughs> to change his body, and I'm like, this feels like a little bit of, like, silly putty underneath me. This is really fun. And so... <laughs> And then she said, well, go ahead and pop over the jumps if you like. And I'm like, okay. And I did not want to tell her that I had not jumped in like three years. So I just <laughs> went. <and laughs> I did it twice, and I had a blast. And then at the end I said, well, I, I can tell you now, I haven't jumped in a really long time. She goes, well, you did great with it. <laughs> so I, Charlie looked at me, my husband, and he just knew. He gave me this look that he knew that I knew it was the one and mm -hmm. then the owner was so awesome and she negotiated a price for us that worked out great and um, she was just really thrilled it was an adult that wanted him because she did have some other children interested but she didn't want mm -hmm. him to just get passed around right. so mm -hmm. the uh, the night before we brought him home I tuned in with him energetically and he told me that he knew I was going to be his human because my past heart horses, Biffy and Keeper, had come to him and told him. And that just gave me the biggest chills. It was like they were giving oh. me the approval, you know. Oh, <laughs> and wow. he, got, he got to my place and we had um, a couple other horses here at the time. And now he just lives with Indy. And, but at the time, I was we still had my older horse, Bentley, before he passed. And Bentley was watching me ride, keep, uh, I almost called him Keeper, uh, Pepper, and it was like he just kind of gave me this nod, like, yep, I can pass the torch now. Like, I can go, and, and, and I know Beth is going to be having fun and continuing on doing her thing with this pony. And that was just such an awesome thing to see. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so Pepper and I have been going really slow, building up all of our endurance and strength together. I'm really adamant about short and sweet sessions with him because he's so small and I'm not a super skinny person. <laughs> I just have to make sure I stay really fit. And every time I get in the gym, I think this is for 
my body to feel healthy and strong, and, and it really translates in the saddle, and it's amazing. I can feel him being more proud of me the more I work out, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that way he helps me, you know, stay fit and stay focused, and then he helps me um, get my brave on because he really loves to jump, and I've just started doing it again, and he, he'll, he'll, like, pull me towards the jump, like, is it now? <laughs> like, not yet, Pony, let's warm up a little <laughs> Oh, I just love all that. That is just so awesome. I love how you said you wanted to make, when you went to um, meet him, you wanted to make your first date a really good one. So, like, you walked him around. Oh, that is just incredible. I love how you described that. That is something. And to know... Let him know your energy and you get to know his a little bit rather than just jumping on and saying, okay, let's do this, this, and this. You gave him the time to get to know you a little bit as you learn to get to know him. Oh, that is that is just beautiful. I love how you uh, really were paying attention to what he was wanting also and not just what your wants were. That is that's incredible. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I think it's so important, and it's often overlooked. So it's good. It's good to say this out loud and, and let more people know it, it's cool to slow down and take your time. Yes. Yes. You said you had tuned into him the night before you went to get him. Would you want to just kind of explain to our listeners a little bit on how you tuned into him? to hear that your previous horses had uh, shared with him that he was going to come to you be your horse in your horse family? Well, it's basically uh, telepathy, which is the exchange of words, pictures, feelings, sounds, you know, all the senses. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. when you get yourself quiet enough and into a meditative state and getting very grounded, <clears throat> then you can breathe into your heart space and then imagine your heart is connecting to your horse's heart, and then you can simply ask, are you willing to chat with me? And then you just wait and notice what comes up. Now, this takes a lot of practice. Some people, it happens right away, and other times it takes lots of practice, and having other people that you trust to confirm things really helps you to trust in your answers. When I first learned telepathy, I was astounded at, at how I'd be brought into, like, these full-on stories and pictures. Of, and I, I was getting, like, real, like, 360-degree visions. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, but I realized not everyone gets that. Some people just get, like, random words or just uh, one little feeling, and, and then they kind of move into that. So it, everyone has, like, their own what we call spidey senses, their own gifts of intuition. And you just have to um, acknowledge that and not beat yourself up if you don't feel, like, exactly the same way as someone else does. So when I first started, I had uh, my heart horse, Biffy, and I started to ask him what his favorite color was. And then I had three other friends ask the same thing, and they all came back with the same answer. It was lime green. <laughs> like, this is not a color I would have chosen. <laughs> <laughs> but sure enough, I got him a lime green halter and a lime green saddle pad, and he was a, a chestnut with the flaxen mane and tail, and he looked so flashy, and he was so proud of himself. <laughs> so I was really happy that, that that transpired. So that was a really just a real basic way to confirm, okay, I'm getting I'm mm-hmm. getting somewhere with this. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. did I did communication sessions for a few years, 
And um, now I've shifted to teaching people how to do it in my magic course. And and we have a wonderful uh, basic way to learn and practice and get feedback. And there's also another bonus section in there where my other friend, who's another animal communicator, has created one where her animals actually help. Speaking of animals, <laughs> my puppy is talking <laughs> <laughs> she wants to put in her information also. How sweet. Let's just talk about me now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but in any case, um, doing telepathy is a, a beautiful way to connect, and it's also a wonderful way to confirm that you're on the right track with your horse. So you can do it while you're riding when you get really good. Right. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, that is incredible. We may have so to do a course, hey, are we ready for transitions? And you can get a yes or a no really clearly, you know, oh, if they're ready. Wow. And then, oh, you know, that. Bentley used to say, we're going around the corner, and I could hear him say, I want to extend my trot down the diagonal line, and I would just line him up, and mm-hmm. then push, he would let it loose, and I'm like, that was cool, you know? Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. I love so that. That, Thank that you. is just beautiful. That is kind of like you said, you love to dance with your horse. You've said that before. And that is communicating like that. You are you are giving them the opportunity to know what they're wanting to do and you share it together and you just dance together. How oh, beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. And so that, oh, I appreciate you sharing that with our listeners. That way they kind of know what you meant by when you tuned into him and kind of found out that he already knew that he was coming to live with you and be part of your horse family. That is, that is incredible. We may have to do a whole interview sometime and go more into detail on all of that. I'm sure our listeners would love to hear about some of the details and uh, how that is all done and how you got started in it. That'll be another time. <laughs> to do that. That would be so fun. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Well, when you um, you felt right away that Pepper, it sounds like, was Pepper the horse that you had been looking for. And then when you tuned into him, it sounds like you got the same feeling back from him, that you were the owner that he had been looking for also. And what a beautiful connection that was for you. Absolutely. That was just such a nice confirmation. And I had recently asked him about it, and he agreed. He said, you know, you're really someone who can appreciate me for who I am. And he really appreciates that I take my time, and and I was getting to know him and understand that he has his own unique personality. And it it really started to come out uh, several months after he arrived. Um, Because, you know, you could tell he's still a little coy and, like, are you sure you're yeah. really cool? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I would do things such as, like, if he felt like he wasn't really up for continuing the ride, I would just stop instead of push him and make him do things. And he was like, oh, well, this is different, you know. <laughs> so it was really cool. I joke about it. Like, I've run out of quarters. Like, the pony has lost his energy. And you have to get to a point where some days you ask for a little more and some days you ask for less. And you have to like really feel into what feels best in the moment. But more often yeah. than not, if you ask for less and quit ahead of time, the next session is going to feel so much better because they're going to go, oh, I can offer you more actually. 
And that's yeah. actually what's been happening. Like, I'll stop ahead of time. Usually it's my timing. Like, I have to go off and do something else or my body mm-hmm. just got tired and I wanted to honor that and say, you know what, I don't want to push myself. I know he can do more, but I better stop because I don't want right. to risk the quality of our ride. So I would stop mm-hmm. and I'd unpack him and brush him and walk away, put my stuff away, and he'd still be standing at the the saddle area, the tack-up area, like, where'd you go? <laughs> I can still do that. <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> and that that's one of the most beautiful compliments is to see them, like, still wanting to interact. It's it's a beautiful thing. Yes, yes. Oh, definitely, because sometimes it's the other way around. We push, push because we think we need more, and they they are done. They're they're finished, and to be able to stop before that, oh, what a beautiful feeling for both of you! And he is such a gorgeous pony. I'm on your Inspired Riding website, and he is just he is just beautiful. Like you said, he is just a beautiful pony. I can see how you fell in love with him right away. Yeah, I'm completely smitten, and it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that is too cute. I love it. Well, and following you on Facebook, you two really communicate together. He seems to have a lot of personality. How would you describe Pepper's personality to our listeners? <laughs> he's, he's very sure of himself, which is one of the biggest qualities that stuck out to me that I was really excited about. Um, he is very curious, and so... Mm-hmm. He will be testing to see if the electric fence is on or not with his whiskers. <laughs> and if it's not on, he will find a way to play with the fence and or go under it and eat the grass on the other side. <laughs> so he's a little bit precocious, um, but he's, he's very, very, very kind when I ride him. Like he, he's just he's very businesslike. When I ride him, he's just like, okay, this is what we're doing. Be clear, be focused. Mm-hmm. Anytime I lose focus, he actually sighs. He's like, Get, just fix, figure out what you want to do, you know. <laughs> like oh. he, he gets a little confused when I let him have a long reign and just wander. He, he'd rather just know exactly what I want him to do. So mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. he's very attentive to my needs, which is amazing. But then he's also a bit of an alpha. He really pushes Indy, our older horse, when he gets annoyed oh, at things. He'll just be like, get out of my way, yeah, and he'll push him. And he gets jealous because he really feels like I am his person, and he can't comprehend that I could have a connection with Indy as well. So <laughs> I have to, like, tell him, like, hey, you know, Indy's been – we've been together as long as he's been alive, kiddo. Like, you got to <laughs> you gotta yeah. let us have some time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and my friend, my friend messaged me one day, and she said, you know, like Mary Poppins, he's practically perfect in every way. So that's where yeah. I started thinking about his, his um, show name. I thought, I'm going to make it Practically Perfect Pepper Parish Pony. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> it's the five, the five Ps. <laughs> oh, sometimes I, I joke and call him Pushy Pepper when he pushes Indy or Very Proud Pepper or sometimes just Perfect Pepper because, you know, he just he takes care of me and it's amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, that is awesome. Well, it sounds like he's just a little bit jealous, too, because he wants all of your attention rather than having to share you with Indy. He says, yes. you're mine. 
totally. And I've had a dear friend start coming down to ride Indy with us, which has been perfect because then we can feel like we're doing things all together and then he doesn't have to yeah. get jealous because he's got me all to himself. And that's been wonderful. Um, oh, that would that would be very helpful. Indy can feel like he's still part of it, and yet Pepper feels like he's got your attention too. So it's a win-win all the way around when you do things like that. I love that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, what is so interesting, you said, do you think he prefers to do arena work more? You said he loves to jump. He's, or does he enjoy going out on trails too? What do, you, how do you feel that Pepper? What his favorite place is to be for you to ride him in? He told me that he likes going on adventures, so going on the trail is fun. So I want to start setting up uh, better trails. Like we actually have a friend who might be coming out with um, with some mm-hmm. machinery to help clear it out even more because we have really nice oh. wood back there. Um, so uh-huh. he likes to go out on the trail, and he likes obstacles and or jumps in the arena. So as long as I have some sort of poles in the arena, he's happy. If I clear it out and just try to do dressage test, he's not thrilled. He's, like, very bored with that. <laughs> so, so what I figured out is uh, we actually recently just took out our arena fencing because, like I said, I had the fence off for a while because we didn't really feel like we needed it, and it was just more convenient to have it off to go in and out. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. just decided to start playing with the arena fence. And so I was fixing it every day. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to take it down. Because it was just like the electric tape, you know, yeah. all around. It was uh-huh. pretty My husband helped me. So now what's cool about that is I can pop into the arena, which is all sand, and then go right out to the trail easily. And then I can even, what I'm thinking is I might set up a little jump up on the hill we can jump it and then come down and he'll have all sorts of energy and then we can do like a little dressage tester. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, my, oh. that's my thought. So we'll keep the varieties because I, I want to imagine him to be more like a little event pony. Whether or not we actually go to an event, we'll see what happens. But I would mm-hmm. like to do like little, little cross-country jumps. So we have tons of logs out there that are small enough that we can just go and have fun on. And then I have little yeah. tiny stadium jumps and cavaletti poles and and I still love dressage, oh. so it'll be nice to have that combo. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh. And <laughs> hearing what you said about Pepper, it sounds like he will enjoy it all because he. it sounds like he likes variety, but he always wants kind of an adventure to be doing something, not just uh, walking along and not doing anything. He wants to be active. <laughs> yes. I. He's definitely – I think that's the Arabian side of him – in the Pony of Americas, because my old mm-hmm. uh, heart horse, Biffy, was an Arabian. He just wanted to, like, just know his job and, and get really focused on things. So, And he was very yeah. smart. So I think that's the thing. Pepper's so smart. He just wants to know, okay, what's my job? I've got it. I'm on it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets he gets mm-hmm. bored easily, which happens to me as well. So we're, we're well-suited. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that That is just incredible. Well, like you said, that morning when you got up and got back into that app, he was just staring at you when you turned it on. It was it was meant to be. I mean, I kind of it see that awesome. as the universe or whatever you want to say had it all all mapped out that this is how it would be. You two would meet that way and you both you both connected before you even knew you connected. <laughs> it was cool. And 
even with that moment, what was so interesting about that, Joyce, is I looked mm-hmm. on his listing, and it had actually been on for about three or four months. So I was oh, like, wow. why wouldn't I have not seen it the day before? That was so weird. So it was like he needed to yeah. make an entrance. <laughs> right, right. He, he he needed to show you that he was the one and the only one. It's <laughs> like. Oh, that's too cute because that goes right along with what you said about his personality. I want all your attention. He didn't want you looking at other horses. He just wanted you to look at him. <laughs> oh, that is that is too cute. I love that. And that is just amazing how that worked out and how you two have connected so well. That is that is just beautiful. Well, and like I said on Facebook, I love some of, he's, he looks like he's very lovable to you because he always is putting his face up next to yours like he's loving on you. And I just, I love that. I have one that does that and I, it is so special. They, you know, they really do care about you. <laughs> oh, totally. And it's such a sweet thing. Like he's, he's figured out that the routine is, you know, after the ride, he gets brushed, he gets treats, and then we do our selfies. Like, we have to have evidence uh-huh. that we did this ride, you know. <laughs> so, uh-huh. oh. And he just, he loves to, like, get in the camera and, like, show off how cute he is. It's adorable. So. Oh, that is great. Well, if he, if, what advice do you think he would give from you two being so close and communicating so well with him do you think he has some advice that he would like our listeners to hear today that comes fully from Pepper? He wants to remind us that horses want to be appreciated just as much as we want to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. So if we can really find all the ways to like literally go on an appreciation avalanche and just start saying, I really appreciate that you do this, that you're like this and, and, and take the time to understand your horse and not jump to conclusions. So especially if you have a new horse, like it might take over a year before you really get to know them. It's just like in your relationship, like I said, you know, the first date when I met him, I, I equate it to dating in a relationship with a human. It, uh, it takes time for to trust you and to unravel whatever was going on in their past life to, and then to feel like they can trust you in the new life. So he mm-hmm. he was really adamant about explaining how, you know, it's really important for people to appreciate what's in front of them and give the horse the time and space they need to show them their true personality. And I think that's a beautiful thing, you know, in life in general. Yes, yes. Oh, I do too. I love that. That is such good advice, appreciation and gratitude. I mean, that can be for the animals, for us humans, for all of us to appreciate and be grateful for each other. And sometimes we have a tendency to take too much for granted. And, oh, I love that advice from him. That was beautiful. Oh, Beth, you. <laughs> you are so welcome. I just cannot believe how fast this interview has gone again. It's just like we just started speaking and uh, our time is almost up again. I just, it's been so much fun, Beth. What you gave some advice from Pepper to our listeners. Is there something you would like to add to it personally from yourself for our listeners today? I would say just make sure when you're working with your horse to find a spot where you can stop 
ahead of time and surprise Mm -hmm. them by ending early with your session. It doesn't have to be every session, but if you can do that more often than not, then your horse is going to be really appreciative and they'll be less resentful and then they'll probably give you more in the next session. So I know I mentioned that before, but just really focus Mm -hmm. on how can I make this a great deal for everyone, not just me. Yes. Because riders tend to get greedy when things start to feel really, really good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you just want to go, okay, this feels awesome and now we're going to stop and then I'll hand walk you and we'll be good. And they'll go, wait, what? Really? And and that's a really cool thing to offer that to your horse. Oh, wow. Oh, that was some great advice to add to our listeners, too. Between you and Pepper, you have given so much beautiful information today. Our listeners should feel like they're on top of the world and then go out and love on their horses. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the scratches and make their lips twitch from Pepper, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, well, thank you so much, Beth, for a just fantastic interview. I just loved it. It was great. <laughs> You're welcome. And as I always say, may the horse be with you always. Oh, and I love that. A great way to end that. Oh, how beautiful. And I also want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this incredible interview with our amazing diva, Beth Lauren Parrish. And please tune in every third Monday at 11 o'clock Eastern Time as Beth shares more wonderful information about inspired writing and horses. And be sure to share this interview with all of your family and friends and check out all the hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. Have a fantastic day. Remember, be kind to all. Appreciate them, the animals and humans alike, and be grateful for each one. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.